Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. As a CFP and RFC, George McReynolds' mission is to help people create compelling dreams for their future, the plans to attain them, and the time to enjoy them. This is the Prosper Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Prosper Podcast. Thanks for tuning into the show today. We certainly appreciate your time as always, and uh, we hope that you're staying safe and everything out there today. George, what's going on, my friend? How are you this week? I'm doing fantastic. Life is so good. It's uh, nice that I've slowed down because of COVID or for, for any reason. It's uh, it's really nice being uh, not rushing around everywhere, catching yeah. planes. Well, I know you're you're still busy regardless because you've been doing all sorts of stuff. And you were even telling me just before we started uh, the podcast that you're you're moving into a new house and just, just busy, busy. Yes, yes. Trying to sell the old one and getting everything ready for the new one. Moving and is... We're also having a, a big client event. Oh, wow. Which I had originally planned for July 5th. And I'm hoping to get into the new house with that because it's it's much more conducive. We've got a great band lined up and we figured out how to be real sanitary with the food. So uh, trying to get it all done in time. Well, and hopefully by July 5th, things will be a little looser on restrictions and all those kinds of things too. So that's always good. And moving is never fun. So kudos to you there. And uh, the last time we moved, I told my wife, I said, never again. (laughs) It's like, I don't want to do it again. It's too much, too much work. But anyway, uh, let's dive in and hit our main topic this week here on the podcast. We're going to talk uh, traditional IRAs versus Roth IRAs, George. Uh, it seems that a lot of folks, you know, they do get confused on on which is which, which they should contribute to, so on and so forth. So first off, just kind of explain quickly a difference between the two types of accounts. Traditional IRA, when you put money in today, you get a tax deduction and you don't have to pay taxes until you take the money out in retirement. The Roth IRA doesn't help you with today's taxes, but when you take it out in the future, then it's tax-free. Okay. So pretty simple, right? You've got the the differences between the two. Why do you think so many people contribute more to the traditional over the Roth? Uh, I know the Roth's only been around since what, like the 90s, I think. But in general, I think it's because, is in my opinion, it's because we've been kind of just ingrained into us to do the traditional uh, route. But what's your thoughts? What do you think? Yeah, I think a lot of it's habit. A lot of uh, people were writers, and it's that uh, that instant gratification of getting the tax break now. But they really are sacrificing a lot because if if we look even before the virus, I was pretty certain the taxes would be going up over the next couple of years. Right. And uh, if if even if we don't look at it as taxes, if we just say that government spending is going to go up, then you can see this enormous increase in taxes down the road. The other issue that a lot of people don't understand uh, for the benefit of the IRA of the Roth IRA is the Roth IRA not only protects you from the income tax, but there's two hidden taxes uh, that'll protect you against. The Roth is tax-free and it does not go into your MAGI or your modified adjusted gross income. Mm-hmm. And what that MAGI is, number one, it determines how much of your social security is taxable. So if you take a dollar out of a Roth IRA, you don't have to pay taxes on that or any other money because of it. If you take a dollar out of a traditional IRA, you now have to pay an additional tax on half or 85% of your social security. In addition to that, depending on what your modified adjusted gross income is, you could end up paying four times more than your neighbor on the Medicare uh, Part B and D costs. So when you retire at 65 and uh, you're on Medicare, the Part A is free, 
but the part uh, B you pay and they're out, which is netted out of your social security. And, and also for, for many people, the, the part D. But as your income goes up, you could pay four times more than what your neighbors are paying for that same insurance. Yeah. Okay. All right. So a couple of things there on, you know, how we've just kind of gotten into this situation. So you mentioned a lot of different ways that the Roth can be so powerful. Clearly with the tax situation, that tends to be most of the reason. And is that why a lot of folks have been asking about conversions over the last, you know, I don't know, 18, 24 months? Yes. I think it's finally getting through to people that taxes are going to be higher in the future. And then there's also been a lot of, um, attention to the RMD, the required minimum distribution. Right now, if you're just turning 72 today, then you have to start taking money out of your traditional IRA or your 401k or other retirement plan based on your life expectancy. And then each year, that percentage you have to take out goes up. And when you pass away, uh, other than a spouse who can make it their own IRA, Anyone else that inherits it will have to pay taxes pretty quickly. They won't be able to defer the taxes anymore, and it'll be taxed at that new bracket. So if someone's retired and they're in the the 10% bracket and uh, their children have been really successful, it could suddenly be taxed at over 30%. The other, so with the Roth IRA, number one, there's no required minimum distribution. And number two, it's inherited tax-free as well. So if it could go to your children and they don't have to pay the income tax, and in, in all probability, they're in their peak earning years uh, when you're likely to uh, to give them an inheritance. Yeah, true. And of course, the RMD changes was part of the uh, uh, the SECURE Act that, that had passed at the, the end of last year going into 2020. Then a lot of that got altered yet again with the CARES Act uh, right. for the COVID crisis. So mm-hmm. um, there is no RMDs for 2020. Uh, but it still will be something that looking looking at you know down the road, moving into the next uh, into the next year. Of course, like so many people, we're kind of like let's just get twenty twenty over with and move into twenty twenty one as soon as possible. Can you give us an example, maybe George, of somebody who should contribute to a Roth instead of a traditional? Is it that easy to define? Could we just could we define a couple of parameters, or is it truly a case by case? Well, the the way that we look at it is we create three buckets. Isn't everything in finance determined by buckets? It seems to, yeah. So we have uh, Ed Slott, who's the IRA expert in the country. Uh, He says the best time to pay taxes is never. But the second (laughs) best time to pay is when taxes are low. And just as people should be diversified with their investments, they should be diversified with their taxes. And so we have the three buckets. Number one, tax now. Number two, tax later. And number three, tax never. And we look at all of their assets and see where the buckets are lined up. And we find that in a lot of cases, people are just overwhelmingly uh, stuck in that tax later bucket. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt when, it, when they finally take it out, whether during their lifetime or, or their, uh, their children or heirs' lifetimes. Uh, so that, that's the best picture that we do. And then we calculate something called headroom and legroom. So if you're in a low bracket now, we look at how much above your current taxable income would keep you in that same bracket. And that's how much you could consider for converting into a Roth or, or to use for other tax planning. The legroom in the situation is from your taxable income down to the next bracket. And then at that point, you hit the point of diminishing returns with your tax savings ideas. So it's important that you know those, those few things. You should know your adjusted gross income. You should know your taxable income and then your tax bracket, your marginal tax bracket. 
And then you should know how much do you have in tax now, tax later, tax never. Okay. Is there any kind of one uh, caveat, I suppose we could say, like if you're a certain age, you know, is, is it, does it make any sense to look at, you know, one versus the other? Like if you're just starting out, you know, should you be jumping in the traditional IRA or should we just still just go ahead and start with a Roth? Or does, again, does it really kind of depend? I think it depends on what you expect from your career. If your income is going to be going up substantially over the years, it's better to have that delayed gratification and put money into a Roth whether it's a Roth in a 401k or, or a Roth IRA. And as you get older, if you're planning a conversion, one thing you need to consider more than just the, just consider your marginal tax bracket, you need to calculate where you are in terms of the Medicare premium and mm-hmm. where you are in terms of the social security. So it complicates it a little bit. Of course, our software does, does a lot of that analysis, but if you're going to convert, it's better to do it sooner rather than later because the complexities just increase. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So there you go, folks. So there's some differences between traditional versus Roth IRAs. And of course, as always, if you have questions about something before you take any action, you should always talk with a qualified uh, professional. Like George, you could reach out to him at 215-699-1050. If you do have some questions, 215-699-1050. Or you can go to prosperpodcast.com. Check us out there, prosperpodcast.com, and submit questions to the show. And we read those from time to time. And that's what we're going to do right now. So we're going to wrap up this podcast with an email from Emily in Tilford. And she says, George, when should I start focusing less on growing my money and focus more on protecting it instead? I plan on retiring in a couple of years, two, maybe three. And the volatility, of course, of the market is very worrisome. Hi, Emily. You should be concerned about growing your money all the time. And also be concerned about protecting it. And you need to balance it. There are only three things you can get from an investment, safety, income, and growth. Some of your money needs to be in safety. Some of it needs to be in income. And some of it needs to be in growth. And depending on where you are in terms of your your lifespan and where you are in terms of your risk tolerance or loss tolerance determines how much goes into each bucket but you should always be concerned about it. I've uh, been playing with a spreadsheet lately with uh, the S&P 500 going back uh, to 93 years. It's amazing what happens, even if you don't get a high return, if you just just get 50% of the market return, but you avoid the down years, it can substantially improve your uh, the longevity of your of your money. Your money can last a lot longer if you just avoid the down years. At the same time, you if you're trying to move your money in and out of investments, it's, it's really challenging because you have to be right twice. You have to be right when you get out and then you have to be right when you get right back in because it, they're explosive days when the market goes down. So there's a number of strategies where you can eliminate some of the downs of a portfolio or at least limit what the downs are going to be. But of course, I can't tell you what that is right now because I don't know how well you're going to follow the plan or, or uh, I won't be able to get in touch with you when, when things change. But you should be concerned about safety, income, and growth on your portfolio all the time. All right. Well, thank you so much for the email question. We certainly appreciate it. And we thank you for your time here on the podcast. Again, go to prosperpodcast.com. Check us out there. Uh, subscribe to us on whatever platform you choose, Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever the case might be. That way you can catch upcoming episodes as well as check out past episodes. And as I mentioned before, if you have any questions, reach out to George directly at 215-699-1050. 
That's 215-699-1050. George, my friend, thanks for your time as always. I appreciate it. Hope you stay safe and good luck with the move. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk to you next time here on the Prosper Podcast with George McReynolds. George McReynolds of McReynolds Wealth Management, registered principal. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member, FINRA SIPC. Investment advisor representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and McReynolds Wealth Management are not affiliated. Advanced-level tax planning, income, tax preparation, life coaching, and time management consulting services, and fixed insurance products and services are separate and unrelated to Cambridge. Cambridge does not offer tax advice. Roth IRA distributions tax-free if made five years after the initial contribution to the plan and you are over 59 and a half.